SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Football, the goal line. Baseball, home plate. Basketball, the net. Sports talk right here. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SNWA is a not-for-profit water agency. And away we go, Sportsbook Radio. And 1400 KSHB in Las Vegas and on the Sports Grid Radio Network, soon to be on Sirius 204, a week from today, as it were. Thrilled to be out at Sunset Station. Brian Blessing, Chuck Esposito will be alongside shortly. We're going to have a big old-fashioned hot stove today. Keep Stevie Slapshot on his toes back in the studio. How you doing, man? Let me turn my mic on and tell you that I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, minor detail. I mean... I had that telepathic feeling that you were doing well, but better better to hear you say it. No, I, th- I don't know. I thought it was on. Well, we're glad to have you on board. Because you know what we're going to do. Andy Isco's here. Gave me today the logical approach. We think we're going to get a Bruce Marshall sighting from the gold sheet. Uh, and Vinny Maliulo's going to check in. And we'll let uh, Vinny and Chuck and Andy uh, dish around some old-time memories, talk week 17 at the NFL. So we got a lot of cool stuff. Let's get this Damn year, put to bed. Uh, Andy Isco's here. How you doing, pal? I'm doing Happy fine. New Year. A happy New Year as well, well to you and all the listeners, Stevie, of course. And uh, twelve uh, less than 12 hours to go right now to uh, we turn the page a little bit. We do. we got football games going on right now. Was, uh, well, we have half a football game going on, at least in that, uh, was it the Arizona Bowl? Well, the Ball State came to play. Well, it's 21-19 well, that's the other Tulsa. One with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. And Ball State has absolutely pounced on San Jose State, up 27 nothing in the final minute of the first quarter. Threw a pick six, the whole nine yards, that, train wreck. really surprised, but we've seen a number Mountain of Mountain West teams are usually good in the bowls. They have been so far. We had uh, nice efforts by uh, Nevada. I guess a uh, minor upset because that was a close to a pick'em game in their bowl game. And then Hawaii came in there from the mainland, from the Hawaii to the mainland and uh, really took control against uh, Houston in their bowl game. But uh, we've seen that. We've seen a number of really unusual performances. Uh, the quarterback Trask for Florida yesterday, those two early interceptions against Oklahoma. We saw in the earlier game, the uh, Wisconsin-Wake Forest game, uh, the Wake Forest quarterback uh, had all sorts of difficulties against uh, Wisconsin. I think, what, four interceptions in that game? So uh, some very unusual performances, but then a number of performances that went uh, much like we'd expect. But, of course, all these bowl games up through, well, really maybe leading into last night's game, but uh, with the Florida-Oklahoma game, forget the way it turned out, but that's an attractive game. But the really nice attractive games are coming up over the next couple of days. Well, you know, there's no doubt. But moral of the story is uh, – Never good to lose all your wide receivers. Florida found that out the hard way. Yeah, and uh, the the books found that out, too. They could not uh, uh, adjust that line uh, high enough. It was a reasonable adjustment, but uh, we thought that uh, – figured out Florida might have some problems scoring. Not quite sure that anyone expected Oklahoma to lay 55 on them. 
What are you looking for in the big bowls? We'll, we'll let you have at it. Does Notre Dame have any shot of keeping it competitive, catching 20? You know, the thing with Notre Dame is they are a really, really good team, a really good program. But if you go back over the past decade, Alabama and Clemson have been, you know, really one and two, and there's been a significant gap in most years to whoever number three is. Number Some years it's Ohio State, some years it's Oklahoma. But not year. a 20-point gap. Well, it may not be, except for the fact that when you look at what Notre Dame has done in bowl games, oh, they stepped up in class. No, I know. I, I mean, I mean, they can't compete at that level specific yet. Specific to Notre Dame, Notre Dame has never stepped up in a big way on the big stage. Not I'm, the I'm just Kelly. saying, generally speaking, the drop off from two to three is not that big. Uh, no, other than when you take a look at the past decade, Alabama and Clemson, I mean, all their championship game appearances. Yeah, LSU gets in there one year, Ohio State gets in there one year. But I think if you go back, those two teams, those two programs have really dominated college football, uh, really, uh, well, like I say, over the last decade. So uh, I still think it's a lot of points to uh, be giving to any football team, especially one that's an elite program. We saw Notre Dame beat Clemson, but that was at home against Lawrence, uh, without Lawrence, although Clemson put 40 on the board, uh, but with also a no, out a number of key Clemson defenders, and, uh, and Notre Dame won that game at home. And then in the rematch with a healthy Clemson team, you know, they put up 10. Uh, they put up three against Clemson two years ago in the uh, uh, in, in the semifinal game. Uh, I, I, if I'm playing this game, I, I have played it under is the way I look. We got breaking news. And something I don't think I've ever seen happen before. Ryan Fitzpatrick has tested positive. Ryan Fitzpatrick will not be available to the Dolphins for their must-win game at Buffalo. Chuck Esposito just walked in the door. We have literally a minute and ten seconds before we take a break. But you tell me, kid, I have ne- – hi, welcome, happy new year. I have never seen anything like this. That number is now Buffalo – you look at it, minus three – a backup quarterback, per se, is out, and the line moved because the world felt he was going to end up playing in his game. Yeah, it's a strange game, B, because you could see the first half line being higher than the actual game line yep. because Buffalo could be scoreboard watching with Pittsburgh, only play their guys a half Unbelievable. Um, based on trying to get dig some numbers. But, you know, Happy New Year to you guys, uh, to all the listeners. Uh, Happy New Year, guys, and I uh, look forward to chatting a little sports this afternoon. You got it. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're wrapping up 2020. We're back out at Sunset Station. When you come to Vegas, get the STN mobile app, $100 sign-up bonus. Uh, if you're coming in from out of town, think of staying at the local properties. You'll love all the station properties. Um, nice little base of operations for you. We'll tell you more about that when we get on uh, Sirius 204. Start next Thursday. We're fired up about that. Long way to go today. We are ready to roll. Andy Esco's here. Chuck Esposito. Bruce Marshall. Vinny Maliulo's going to check in. Uh, that'll be a fun little hot stove, and that is coming your way next Right here on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As you continue listening to SportsGrid, ask yourself, and be honest, am I listening enough? Probably not. 16 hours a day. That's all we ask. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back with the Sportsbook Radio. Final show of uh, 2020, th- thankfully. Um, we at Sunset Station. Chuck Esposito's here. Andy Isco's here. Stevie, I 
was talking to you during a whole commercial break and didn't think of this. Um, so let's see how quick you are. You always get the damn horn for Chuck. Anywhere in there, you got a birthday? Is there a happy birthday song in there? Oh, a happy birthday song. See, now I, I was going for the, uh, when, since you brought that up, I was going for the, Forget uh, the horn. horn. Forget the horn. Um, all Actually, right, so. he would prefer the horn. Well, there, put, put the horn to bit. You got you got the happy birthday song or don't you? I know it's around here somewhere. All right, well, if you get it, just you know, play it underneath us. All right. All right. You got to go with the horn. Should, should here we go. Oh. Sound like happy birthday. Hey, it's happy birthday to my son, and believe me, having the Hawks goal horn play is uh, music to, is, is to that, both of our ears. Is that his ringtone? It's absolutely his ringtone. Yeah, no, his ringtone's a Chelsea dagger. <laughs> All right, so by the way, this kid, I love the kid. I mean, honestly, you know, I'll, I, I give, it a good, give it as good as I get it, and I don't know why this kid seems to get me more than I get him. All right, uh, but your son is now 17, going on 35. <laughs> he's the, he's the oldest 17 year old I know. Happy birthday, Nikki. Love you, son. Um, yeah, it, it's great. He has so much fun with, with Brian and you know just chatting sports, and, and he likes to give it too. But uh, I, I know he loves hearing that uh, goal horn. He's excited for uh, hockey to start for the Knights and and the Hawks. So they have a lot of question marks. But uh, again, happy birthday, son. Love you. Look forward to uh, spending some time with you tonight. I love you too. But that goal horn's going to sound like a kazoo, <laughs> with, with no Doc Taze, wow, Nylander. He, he, <laughs> You got to get him back, Nikki. You got to get him back. I got the last word in Don't there. Don't worry. The Sabres are 14 and 4, and he tells us about that he has playoff tickets already printed. Yeah. And then they go three and, you know, 27 down the stretch. So you can get him back. It's easy to, easier for me to take shots before the <laughs> <I know>. season. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Vinny Malley, is our dear friend, LVDC, Gone Gaming, um, our friends at Oasis, 4955 South Decatur, uh, which is a wonderful. It, it's basically it's a cheers with the machines in it uh everybody gets in there you make new friends they get the great gaming promotions he's one of our dear friends we did this uh, was it last week or two weeks ago I think was it was a couple weeks ago and a little hot stuff Vinny joined us and chuck and some old time memories happy new year van how you doing buddy happy new year guys uh you and all the listeners and happy birthday to nick i can't believe he's 17 it's a good thing we're getting younger Chuck. <laughs> it is Vinny. happy new year to you as well and uh awesome. always good uh, to be on and and chat a little bit and talk about things that we've experienced in the industry but uh happy new year to you and your family by the way you're 17 now did you get him like a a, a yugo for christmas or, <laughs> or no, a, a no. pinto <laughs> no 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 uh, uh how about yeah. hosting a poker game with all his <laughs> <laughs> pretty much much. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, what do you make of Week 17, Vin? We've just been let you and Vinny go back and forth on this. The challenges from your side of the counter uh, that exist every year. This Week uh, 17, there are there are like to me only three games where absolutely nothing matters with the end result. Only three. That's actually pretty good for a Week 17. You know, I, Chuck will remember this. I, I think personally, I think there's there's less challenges in the NFL because there's so much more information now and, and I think we pretty much realized you know for instance the, the Steeler Browns number tells you everything you need to know this game would normally be uh, you know the Steelers in recent years would have been a favorite there but uh, would normally be a division field goal game the, the fact that the Browns are nine point favorites and opened as seven point favorites before it was an adjustment uh, you know with the players being out uh, the biggest adjustment here and the biggest difference now is up until a few years ago, you know, we would have to take the games in the afternoon, the afternoon games, 
off the board when the early game started. So with all the adjustments that the NFL's made, Brian, I'd I'd say that one of the best ones they did was making teams play at the same time time that had relevance to the other ones, right? Now you could say, well, why, why didn't they do that? You know, some people seem to think they didn't do that with the NFC East, but really they did because if it was the Washington football team playing Philadelphia early and the Giants game at night, because if Washington would have played early, let's say, instead of 10 o'clock where uh, the Cowboys and the Giants are playing, uh, 10 o'clock Pacific, in years past, if, if Washington was playing that game, without a flexing situation. If they were playing early and they win, then the Giants-Cowboys game becomes irrelevant. Well, now it's not the case. So I think one of the better adjustments is the fact that the league made the adjustments in terms of the schedule the way yeah, they did I, I couldn't agree more, Vinny. Uh, the fun part is now is you, you hear teams talking about that, you know, will they be doing any scoreboard watching or not? Yeah. I mean, you think about that, that Rams-Cardinals game, and, you know, if the Bears are getting blown out, say, by halftime in the Packers, it really becomes such a meaningless game to the Rams that they are right. going to be able to sort of back in with all the injuries and, they have. It just that, came across and, that and, Brockers isn't playing. So, you know, no Cup, no Akers, no Henderson, no Goff. So if they decide, they can start resting guys if they so choose right, because sure. of scoreboard watching. And, and then, seriously, if the Packers are a big at halftime – would you be crazy to put Russell Wilson back out there? Right. I, even in the, in the yep. AFC, you, you talk about the Bills, who you know I, I alluded to earlier that you could see the first half number actually higher than the game number because I think that um, both Allen and Diggs will play. They'll try to get Diggs those yardage and reception records and get him way up there. But they could be scoreboard watching as well if for some reason – Pittsburgh, even with you know Mason Rudolph at quarterback and not a lot of their key players, if they are winning that game in at halftime, you may see a different Buffalo team come out. I know they can't really switch from two three or three two, depending on how it all works out. But there definitely will be some scoreboard watching, regardless of what teams are saying. See, see I'm not so sure about yeah. Pittsburgh and Buffalo because really, you know, last year, yes, when the number two team got a bye, that was important. Now maybe they'll take some players out, both Pittsburgh and Buffalo, because they'd rather be a little bit rested because they have to play next week, but I don't really think the teams care as far as where they're seated other than if there's a buy at stake. Well, Pittsburgh definitely something. doesn't because they've already said. Yeah. I'm not so sure with Buffalo if they have a chance to, to get that to number two seed. Fans can now finally right, go 6, to the game, fans there. and they would, I would think they would think the weather would be hopefully right. like Green Bay's an advantage. I think Buffalo cares about and the, the two. only team they would have to play on the road if everything played out yeah. would be Kansas City. And if Kansas City did get upset, they would host the game if they continued to move on. So um, I totally agree with Pittsburgh, and you're absolutely right. The number already shows that, and Vinny alluded to that. It's clear that there's no way that Cleveland's going to be see, I think, a, a I touchdown think, favorite. I think the fans care more about the number two and three seed this year than but, the players. But I think you saw Monday night. You saw Monday night, even though the division was decided. The Bills wanted to officially be the ones to put a fork in them. Regardless, yes. yes. And Miami is their biggest rival. They would relish knocking them out of the playoffs. I do not sell that short. I don't. I don't know that Miami is their biggest. rival. It is their biggest 20, rival, Andy. Twenty years ago, <laughs> Andy, yes. it is their biggest rival. Twenty years ago, Andy, now, it is their biggest now, rival. <laughs> now with the regional uh, it domination is biggest, of New England, I it is agree. Miami week. It is Miami week. Trust me when I tell you, my life has been around that football team. You know what's it's the biggest so rival. The thing about that is, is that you look at the other three teams, 
and we know that one of the four is going to be out. The Colts are out right now. The Colts are a double-digit favorite against Jacksonville. Baltimore is a double-digit favorite. Cleveland is almost a double-digit favorite against Pittsburgh and may be by the time they kick off. So the only real low-point spread number is that Buffalo-Miami game. So the other three figure to win. Miami could be kind of that team that if they get beat, mm-hmm. Indy is able Indy, to get that, yeah, that spot. Yeah. So it, it's really interesting with, with, with the way it's working out in the AFC because, as Brian said, it's a heated rival. They don't like them. They can knock off New England and Miami back-to-back weeks heading into the playoffs. Hey, we got about 45 seconds, Vin. Tell the folks about Happy New Year, all our friends over at Oasis, because we love that joint, and we we're, we want to take care of all the small businesses and the bars and things of that nature. Yeah, get over there, uh, Mr. Mr. Bless. You know, uh, you know, obviously you still have the protocols in place uh, as uh, administered by the governor, but uh, open, ready to go, uh, welcoming folks, a lot of takeout business, a lot of takeout orders, uh, and, of course, uh, 25% capacity, but all the machines are open and available to everybody. So yep. uh, John and the crew will be available tonight and uh, welcoming in the new year oh for boy. the folks that choose look to out. be there. Yeah, look out on that. And every month, 5,000 cashback uh, promotions to the players. All right, we're coming right back. Vinny's going to stick for another second. Bruce Marshall's here. Coming back on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As long as you can remember, there's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memory, family, friends. And yeah, we'll say it. Fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. The radio show never stops. Never. Even though we're not on the air. I mean, a fun, passionate discussion. We're talking about rivalries. But we got the game. I had to ring the bell, ding, 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 the yeah. round. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I got I, I think I hit Andy with so many lefts, he's begging for a right. <laughs> but he he drew a line in the sand. Bruce Marshall's here from the Gold Sheet. Hi, Bruce. Hey. It's good to see you, bud. You were gone for a while. How was yeah, Florida? I was. And uh, just an Edmonton Eskimos hat. Well, there you go. Nobody, <laughs> tell me I'm not correct. He walked this. in in that golden green. I thought he was walking oh, in in Packer colors. You called I security. I was a rivalry. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I figure I can't that Washington. I can't wear that anymore, so I can wear the Edmonton Eskimos. Vinny, distance has its uh, privileges. I mean, you're you're safe uh, back in the office. Kid. I gotta tell you, man, you 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 drove quite a hand there, Mister Blessing. You got Chuck, you got the good oh, Andy, you got Stevie at the controls, Bruce Marshall. Oh my goodness gracious, what a what a you, thrill to be on with you guys. I gotta, I gotta tell you in all sincerity, it's a, such a treat to see these guys. Vin, I miss you, pal. I, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've seen – I may not have seen you in 2020. I mean, you, you may be doing a cartwheel about that, but that's the weird thing. We talk, <laughs> we talk to everybody. You that's don't see anybody. You didn't wanna, you, that's because you didn't want to go out in 125 degrees uh, for the Matt Humans golf tournament out, well, at, uh, I, out I, at State I, Line. You know, I was able to schedule a root canal that morning. Yeah, I don't <laughs> And hey, it wasn't bro, nearly wanted as bad to, as 125 <laughs> degrees. Right? Yeah, one, of these days, wanted, uh, one of these days, I'm going to come over and watch you put the Haystack Calhoun uh, suspender jeans on and work in the garden. That's what I'm going to do. No, no shot. No, no, no shot. I got. I can't compete. No, I can't compete. I let, listen. Any gardening, you, you, you don't look no further than your than your bride. She's the expert. Uh, you know, Brian, you were asking uh, before, and you, I think Andy and Chuck brought up a great point, uh, and we're talking about the challenges that we face. You know, there's one. 
uh, and we touched on it uh, about half times. I think there's no question that the teams are going to be scoreboard watching, and, and you're going to hear a lot of coach speak this week, and you're going to hear about and one of the most overrated things you're going to hear about teams that must win and all of that, all that uh, uh, nonsense going on. But the reality is, uh, at half times will be a bit of a challenge uh, uh, to uh, to take note of, and in terms of the. That rivalry game you were talking about between the Dolphins and the Bills, let's remember this. If the Dolphins are struggling this week, they can't go to the bullpen uh, with Fitzmagic. And yep. so it looks like he's been tested positive we, for, right. for we, COVID. Vinny, we, so. we started the, the show with that. Have you ever seen anything like this? That quote-unquote, the backup quarterback moved the line up to a key number. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's an interesting scenario, and I think – Certainly, that those types of situations are more unique now, but we know about these things, and I think that's uh, that's the difference too. By the way, when we used to have to take the afternoon games off the board, remember this: those games all started at one o'clock. Uh, there were no one twenty-five starts, right. and and a lot of times those morning games would run right up to those games too, and you, you really kind of rolled the dice if you wound up putting them back up. So. Uh, but a different situation now, and as I mentioned in the first uh, in the first uh, segment before the break, uh, that uh, I think the league made the adjustment uh, schedule-wise, and I think it was a good one. You know, Vin, I was talking to Brian earlier this morning about uh, this week 17, and there's a lot of similarities between this and the last preseason week, but we did a study yeah. long ago at Goldsheet. Uh, must-win games for teams, but must-wins are not must-wagers because it, it balanced right. out about a 50-50 play like everything else um and i suggest the most important thing about this week again sort of back to preseason know the roster know the backups who are in there andy esco's talked about this a lot in the past anybody who is playing in a game any backup my god they're going to be trying their hearts out and no no player steps on the field ever and doesn't give his best unless something else is wrong. But another point, Bruce, yep. this could be the last game for a lot of players yeah. with that team who are auditioning for a sure. job with another team. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, they will all. Unlike the NBA, which condones uh, for a long time the tanking and they let the teams put the, these weak lineups out on the on, on the field, the NFL thankfully has doesn't do that. So none of these guys want to lose. They they can prevent guys from getting hurt. That's I think way behind. Pittsburgh's motivation this week. There is no chance they want to risk Big Ben. They'd like to finish with a two seed if, if in case something happened to Buffalo, but it's not worth risking Big Ben. Right. But if you if you have a good knowledge of their backups, and this back to preseason because you're you're handicapping the second and third string quarterbacks, that's very important in Week 17, I think. Which was the yeah. game, Bruce? You remember it? Oh, what? About 20, 25 years ago, I think it was Cincinnati and Houston. Was it Warren Moon who got injured in game in the final game of the season, the week before playoffs? And uh, uh, it was playing a meaningless game. I want to say it was. Uh, I want to say it was Warren Moon, or maybe it was one of the other quarterbacks. It might have been like the early nineties. I think it was the late eighties, early nineties, yeah. and that sort of set the tone for not taking those chances. It's a little bit different this year, because of the fact that right. you know, you, let's let's say form holds up and it's Green Bay and Kansas. Well, it is Kansas City who gets the bye. They're the only teams uh, that are not going to be playing next week. So. You know, do you rest does, Buffalo? Does Buffalo rest players this week, or do they keep them a little bit fresh because they're not going to have that week off, well, and you don't want to go into a game with too much I, rust? I, because remember, that would have been two full weeks that they wouldn't have played. There's only a few we know right now are doing it with with Rudolph in there for Pittsburgh and Henny for uh, for uh, Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City. Uh, 
you know, it's a big game for Rudolph. I mean, Big Ben might be hanging him up after this year. I mean, he is definitely going to be auditioning. And Henny, it's his chance to stay in the league another couple of years. I mean, he'll try, he'll be trying for sure. Rudolph clearly had, you know, a lot of opportunities last year sure. to audition. And, you know, I think in Henny's case, I think he will stay in the league as a backup quarterback. Yeah. But you're right. There's there's so many question marks for, for so many players. I love the fact this year they have that seventh team in each league. So it makes more of these games mean something week 17. And I think you could even – it was unfathomable maybe a month ago to say that maybe the Rams and Colts won't be in the post season and I think in both their cases a month ago you could have said these two teams are scary to the number one by, and by the way you know they're going they're going to game 17 next year I do not want to see the NFL go to an eight team playoff I like the fact that one team and one team only in each conference gets a buy it makes the end of the season that much more look at the NFC this week and the excitement we get yeah. for the three teams don't go to an eight team eight teams well, per conference. Yeah, that extra team I mean like you said only three games are meaningless Vinny just out of curiosity, okay, Fitzpatrick is out. This number moves to three. And some of the other games, and Chuck, follow up on this, but is in week 17, are there actually games that are moving to a degree on air and information, or is it is it always money? I think I think it's a little bit of both, Brad. That you know, the the key you have to remember too in the in the case of the bill it depends on what the number is right i mean it, obviously it's a key number it's a number three uh does it go through it? it it may very well especially because of the dolphins lack of depth uh at the quarterback position but um you're going to be a lot more fluid i think with the with your movement and uh and you have to be you have to be prepared the information is there i mean it's there's really not that many secrets i don't think uh there's more there are more surprises i think we've seen particularly with guys opting out in uh, in the college ranks uh, outside of the semifinal games. Uh, but uh, uh, to the guy's point earlier, which is important, these guys are all fighting for jobs. And, uh, you know, Black Monday's just a few days away for not only coaches but for players as well for all intents and purposes. You're right, Ben. I think you'll see a lot more games moved on air this week, and don't forget, it's only Thursday. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of teams that that haven't necessarily said that they're resting guys, and it's not going to yeah. stun me of stun me in the next 72 hours if we don't start to hear this guy's out, this guy's not playing, um, this guy's banged up, so they're going to go in a different different direction. I think you, you've only, we've only seen the tip of the iceberg right now, and it's not going to surprise me to see a lot more um, you know line movement on air this week just based on guys who aren't playing. And, and we're in an information era, so that information is going to be out there. Hey, Vinny, do me a favor, William. Uh, your lovely sure. bride, Lee, and the family, all our friends at VSIN, Mary, Sharon, John Gone, uh, Paul Dresser, everybody over at LVDC. Uh, you can say the world. Go ahead. Wish, wish them all <laughs> the year circle. Uh, wish them all a happy, happy new year. Uh, we love doing stuff with you all the time, bud. You're one of the best. Look forward to seeing you soon, but uh, we'll talk to you next year. How's that? That sounds great, and uh, great to be on with you guys uh, today. Always a, pr a privilege and a lot of respect for all the opinions uh, that you get, Brian. So best, uh, best to everybody, our families, all the, all the listeners. Let's uh, let's know. We know this, right? Twenty-one. Let's let's root for twenty-one. And I'm not talking about on the on the green felt either. Happy holidays, buddy. All right, Happy man. New Year, Vinny. Happy New Year. Thanks, Vin. By the way, to give you a quick update, Mississippi State uh, is up 28-26 uh, now with a minute 23 to go. Ball State 
Uh, over Tulsa, by the way. So the game actually just went over the total. 45, total of 45 in a Mike Leach game. I mean, you didn't know what you were going to get from them one week to the next. No, you, you, I mean, way different than what you've seen in the past with uh, with his offenses. And the other game, uh, San Jose State, Bruce, they didn't get the memo. I mean, it's 27 nothing, and you you'd seen the San Jose State team play all year long. And the Mountain West is usually good in ball games. No show so far. Yeah, I, you know, maybe this is all caught up with San Jose. You know, Their bowl this, game might have been against Boise. Boise. Yeah. And I, here, I was thinking Buffalo State's bowl game was against Buffalo. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Right, right. Maybe no, it was not. a pick six, what, two minutes into the game, and that changes that changes the entire complexion. Real quick, Bri, um, Nikki just messaged me. He said, thank you so much for the birthday wish. No, I'm going to pay for this. He said, good luck to the Bills. Okay. And he said he can't wait to start following in your footsteps and be your protege. He said, tell B, I can't wait to come come hang out with him and kind of learn the ropes. He wants to get into sports broadcasting, and, oh, cool. and you'd be a, a great person to, you well, know, to, to teach him. And, and he knows that, and he's looking forward to it. Well, he can find somebody better. <laughs> well, nah, he's, well, I thought he was going to say good luck to the Bills, but better luck to Miami. See, he did say the Hawks might have a better see, record than the Sabres. See, I said, don't say that. Stevie, this is a, you know, it's a cut of a thousand knives with this kid. Can we change the locks at the radio station? <laughs> yeah. We'll do that. All right. Coming back to Sunset Station at Sportsbook Radio, wrapping up 2020 out at Sunset Station. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, back with you here lunchtime with the line makers from Sunset Station. Brian Blessing, Chuck Esposito, Bruce Marshall, Andy Isco. Thanks to Vinny Maliula for checking in. In the next hour locally, Vegas Hockey Island, our buddy Steve Karp from Gaming Today. We'll go over the NHL, World Juniors, Golden Knights open camp on Sunday. The seven teams that missed the playoffs actually open camp today. Uh, so the hockey's here. By the way, I just want to give a shout out. The division's up, too. Yes, at stations you got the odds to win the realigned divisions. Our buddy Mark Lawrence, I just want to give a shout out because we always talk about this, Bruce, all the all the angles and, and things. And Andy, you'll be cognizant that Mark calls it the bubble burst when a team, you know, is like eight and zero, nine and zero, and they have the signs at a national championship or a, a conference championship. And they lose that first game, that that adverse reaction. They lose the next week. The big, biggest bubble burst theory in the history of sports is tonight at the World Juniors when Sweden plays the United States. Because Sweden, I think, it, Steve, was it 56-0? I think it was 56. They lost last night in overtime to Russia. It was the first round-robin pool preliminary game Sweden's lost in more than a decade. Wow. So it's the biggest bubble burst there. You see if the United States takes advantage of it. But the World Juniors, you've been watching that? Have been. It's, it's been, been great. great. Watch Russia the other night where uh, uh, Paul Kozin scored a few goals. It was fun to watch him play. I know he was one of those guys that a lot of people had on the radar for the top three that year when Doc went number three. And because he kn- they knew he wouldn't be able to come over for a few years, he dropped a little bit to Vancouver. But very talented young player. By the way, Andy, you think in this world we're living in, all the, the goofy things, we talked about it on the show yesterday, Stevie. You'll remember this. I'll try. You know, you, you'll, I mean, this one probably rattled around and stayed in there. <laughs> uh, the Milwaukee Bucks 
had 29 threes on Tuesday night and put 144 points up on Miami. We see back-to-back games in hockey, but this is new for the NBA. They ended up playing last night, back-to-back nights, and we're, and, and we're sitting there going, the total was only 226 after they had put up 144. It's like a golfer. We were talking to Jeff Sherman from the Superbook. A golfer shoots a 63. He doesn't shoot 63 the next day. He shoots 72. And there was no way Milwaukee could shoot like that. Sure enough, these guys are so sharp. They hang the, the total 226. The total, in, they fell 227. And Miami bounced back and won the game. We're gonna. It's such a unique time we're in with opportunities. Well, I like was that. I was thinking more in lines of the side, with Miami getting blown out by forty-seven and points the night six before, and, a half and, and catching outright. six and a half. And I uh, I can understand the, the the line there that you see that very much. The uh, where and I do I do a lot of my NBA handicapping pretty much the same way. Not to that extent because it doesn't come up that often. But when you have back-to-back games, usually within a day or two. I like to back the loser of the first game, especially if it was an embarrassing loss the first time out. Because wait for te- hockey, bud. Right, I was going to say the yeah. same thing. These wait teams don't hockey. play the same game to game. Remember, we got the it's college hoops. A lot of back to backs in college hoops. Too. It's unbelievable. A lot of them. Yeah. I mean, but hockey, it's going to be you know where you're playing that same team Thursday, say Saturday, and sometimes and then yeah. you go to that team <laughs> yes. and play say you know Tuesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Wednesday. So you're gonna have eight points at stake when, within a very short period of time. I was just gonna. I mean, how like we're all talking about college football. I know I've asked you guys. You know, college football is kind of squirrely, and I found myself playing a lot fewer games on Saturdays when there are an army of games. You know, you, you have to be adaptable, and I'm just I'm curious the challenges the odds makers face. The hockey's going to be unbelievable, and all the things you're going to have to pay attention to. Coaches will be making adjustments. It's not like a regular season game, 35. You play Columbus, and then Florida's coming in, and you just oh, it's a bad night. Let's these guys are going to be making in-game adjustments, and then you're going to have tweaks and changing lines, and a team that loses the first game. Wanted to play the backup goalie, but they can't afford to lose back to back. So now their starters are going to be going against the backup. You guys are going to be uh, you're going to be on your toes like a uh, kangaroo. It's going to be fun. It's going to be different for the other side of the counter and different for our side of the counter. So we are we're going to have to be making a lot of adjustments, keeping an eye on it, but really paying attention to goalies. I think goalies is a big piece of it right now. And when you look at the Knights with the tandem that they have, that they can roll one of these two guys out every night. I think it's a huge advantage with the condensed schedule and all the back to backs. Both of you guys been doing this for ever and a day. How have you? Adapted. How have you changed, or have you? But, or, but but what are some of the things maybe you found yourself changing in your approach to you, what this year was? You, uh, because of COVID nineteen, much more selective in the games yeah. that I play. You have to be a little cautious because you don't know about some of the late uh, late breaking information that could impact. We saw it with the uh, the Florida uh, wide receivers. That line went from uh, within thirty six hours went from Oklahoma minus three to Oklahoma to. Uh, uh, to Oklahoma minus uh, seven, seven and a half, and of course that adjustment wasn't much. I, I want to, but there was a football, Chuck. I want to ask you this: You've been, Stations has been very. 
proactive as far as putting up innovative propositions. You started with the Maction with the with the Grand Salami, and now I see you've done it for the uh, bowl games. You had to cancel the one on Thursday because right. of that late cancellation, but you've got them for the four games uh, today, the four games tomorrow. I'm just wondering how that has been received. I've got to believe that there are a lot of people who enjoy playing propositions like this because that way they just have to take a look at a global view of the, of the schedule for a given day and not have to break apart. This game is going to be the low-scoring one but or the high-scoring one. Have, have these been very well received? They have been, Andy. I think anytime we can add something uh, to the wagering menu that it always becomes kind of a win-win for both. We're, we're looking to put up a good number. We're doing our, our homework on what the totals are, but if it's more props that we're adding for, say, Knights games or, or Raiders games or capitalizing on the pro football or NBA drafts and putting props up or putting props up like this, I think it just kind of adds to the overall betting menu, gives the guests something else to look at, and they have been received really, really well. Good stuff, man. Here with the guys, Chuck Esposito, Bruce Marshall, Andy Isco, Steve Karp is going to be coming up with us on Vegas Hockey Island. Bruce, just to maybe circle back for a second, how have you changed or adapted? I know you said the gold sheet now. You're doing a different approach just on the business side of things. Well, that's what I'll talk about. Just from a publishing standpoint, it's been different. Listen, the handicapping, it's... A lot of people say, well, I'm doing this is different. I've had it. A lot of people haven't figured out the way to do it in, the, in a regular season. So <laughs> I always laugh at that. Okay, now they've, they've, they're trying to figure out a way to make it work like it always does. But publishing, it's been really hard because you don't know, you know, a couple days in advance. Football's been really hard. We ended up writing all the card every Sunday in the gold sheet, but about 25, 30% of those games weren't played. Right. And basketball, it was. Because they're pulling these games off, you know, 24 hours in advance. We're doing it every night now. You have to do it that way. By the way, like the Big West, I don't know how they're going to play. The Big West doesn't have enough money to do the COVID testing. That's why you saw Fullerton. I'm sorry. Fullerton Charlie played. Northridge and uh, Irvine got postponed. So the, I'd be really careful about any Big West game in advance because you don't know they're going to play. And look, that's look, been a big difference. Look at the way that Don Best does their schedule now. you got to go on. There's no books this year because yeah. you don't know the schedule changes. They put out their schedule basically two days at a time, and even with those two days at a time, there are some uh, yeah. a number of cancellations. And we're going to see that as we get further and deeper and deeper <clears throat> into the winter. It's, it's a challenge that some of these games are even going to be played. Are they going to be made up? Hopefully vaccines will start being more widespread, and by the time we get to the end of January, things will resemble a lot more like they were at the end of last January. The NFL actually got it right. You're trying to what'll be the game they'll flex to Sunday night. They actually kind of did you guys a little bit of a favor with so many questions and all the uncertainty in a week 17. At least that that would be the game you could probably with an element of confidence put props up, player props and things of that nature for the Sunday night game. The the rest of Sunday's card you, you'd be throwing spaghetti against the wall. Yeah, I love the way they did it with the 7, 10 o'clock games and the 8, 125 games. I think it's great. This is really the only game they could flex, and you're right. It doesn't matter who wins the Cowboy-Giants game. They'll be sitting in the driver's seat, but it ultimately comes down to the Washington football team. If they're able to win that game, they're in. If they're not, the other game from that Dallas-Giant game would be the winner. I think the big thing for the for Washington really quickly is kind of the health of Alex Smith, Terry McLaren, and Antonio Gibson. They looks like they're all going to be available, but it, it makes it a little bit more difficult with props if you don't know for sure with those three skill position players. Forgive me. Um, Steve Cart may know. You can yell from over there. But uh, I saw the, the news. Pretty encouraging. All that we, that's gone on like with the report that came out, the gaming, the sports industry here had an incredible uh, month of November to, to bounce back from where we were just sitting idly by. Thank God for sports. And honestly... The mobile apps, 
that people could do this from home? I think that the biggest part for us is, you know, the guests are able to come out. And we've always said it's like cheers. Everybody kind of knows your name, and they were excited to get back at it. And we were excited to have the guests back. But you're absolutely right. Uh, the mobile app's a big piece of it. We love when the guests come out and enjoy everything we have to offer, it. not only at Sunset, but all of our properties across the valley. Um, but that mobile app just brings the sports book to the palm of your hand. Did, did you see a lot of increased sign-ups as a result of the uh, shutdown? Yeah, definitely an uptick in the, in the mobile app. Again, guests still like to be here. Here, but they can, they don't have to wait in the line. We, we have the queue lines now. It's a little bit different. So, yeah, I think you, you see that both in race and sports. Really a resurgence in race. I was going to say, terrific. We, uh, thank you. We got, I was just going <clears> to <throat> ask you to expand on that. When everything went awry, NASCAR, horse racing, and golf got us through the summer. Did golf... Golf was trending the right way. Horse racing as much as my favorite thing in the world along with hockey. You know, it's an older clientele. Did new people stick their toe in the water because it was the only game in town? It wasn't just new people. It was existing people, meaning that guests that maybe had played the ponies before and kind of had gotten away from it. Are they still? They got back to it. And I would hear many guests at the window say, uh, I'm going to go ahead and open up an STN race account because it gives me something to do. So, you know, I, I but think do you think was, they're still doing they it? They absolutely are. I think they were reintroduced to it and people that had kind of forgotten how exciting horse racing is. And, and on the app for a $10 bet, you can watch the races. There's just a lot of cool features that, that really bring not only the sports side. We've seen the growth in sports, but the race guests with the, with the twin cues and being able to watch it on the mobile app. There's just a lot of great features. And the, the beauty I, about racing unlike unlike football it's six seven days a week and it's during the day it gives them something to do when there's no other sports going on you know the outcome fairly quickly i mean it's just one after another and and it's been good for us i mean i i love the fact that we've got a a large book here and and most of our books are are phenomenal i should say all of our books are phenomenal and really cater to not only the sports guy but the race guy as well and we want to make them have have a great time and that's why it's the twin q and other promotions we do for race guests as well I was just going to say, uh, and we'll have a couple minutes to wrap up after the break, that today is a day, I mean, I go through this every week, uh, the people on the Sports Grid Radio Network, and then we're going to be on Sirius 204, and we're going to get the word out. When you come to Vegas, come hang out with us, watch football games in, on Sundays, our football parties, our hockey parties, when we get this sense of normalcy, uh, hopefully to return by next football season. But I would think we miss that every week. But this is going to be an odd day. I mean, it's New Year's Eve, and I know Madrid, you'd be having shows and yeah. bands and just the whole vibe in the joint. This is a day that's going to feel pretty odd. Yeah, there, there's no question. I mean, I think the most important thing is that all the listeners and all of our guests are, are, are healthy and, and safe and understand that it's a little bit different for us. And the ones that do come out, of course, we've got all these health and, and safety protocols in place and, you know, want to make sure that the guests and, and team members are, are, are as safe as we can possibly make it. So everybody, I mean, I, I hope everyone has a happy new year. Be safe out there. And uh, we love when you come out and enjoy what we have to offer. All right, we're going to officially come back and wrap it up with our little short segment. Um, Stevie, we'll give you a minute for Stevie's thoughts because we got a whole boatload of guys to say Happy New Year to you. Yeah, Stevie's thoughts. It's a, it be a daily it, segment. But it is a daily segment. It's like a, well, it's a two-minute segment. It's a short, you know, 
thought he said he had a minute. It's the worst two minutes of your day is what it is. <laughs> well, I'm not going to make you think for more than two minutes. He's still looking for the birthday I can, song. I can, <laughs> no. I can smell the smoke from Anderson. We'll be right. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. Five and a couple of minutes of Sportsbook Radio in 2020. Stevie Slapshot, take us out with a bang. What do you got? Well, I was just going to add, you asked Chuck about uh, golf and NASCAR and uh, and horse racing, also UFC in there. And if there's if there's any positive to be taken from 2020, those four sports that, that got us through, and and the betters have hung in there with those. They are now being, and you can see it over at Don Best, that those sports are now being wagered more than they were before. I think boxing too a little bit mm-hmm. with all the ESPN cards that have been on. Um, it, it it's been great. It's, you've seen a little bit of a resurgence for boxing. I'm a huge boxing fan, and and unfortunately they had taken such a back seat over the last few years that that now I've seen a little bit of a resurgence in that as well. And uh, you know what I would think just to, to tap on top of that, we mentioned the apps. Yeah, the convenience and you can do it from home because that's what all we could do. But you changed people's habits. Because there are a lot of people who love a ticket in their hand and didn't get the app. Now, virtually anybody that's betting this stuff, it's opened a new market for you. It absolutely is, and it's so convenient. You can you can fund, uh, deposit, and withdraw from the convenience of your mobile device. So, again, guests love coming in, but they understand that with everything going on and and maybe longer lines because of the the health and safety protocols, that having your your mobile device that you can just log on and start playing right away, I I think it's become a a huge part of the overall industry. Happy New Year, Bruce. Tell them about the gold sheet. You're doing something new real quick. we got about a minute. Yeah, basketball every day. Goldsheet.com, new football on Monday, so goldsheet.com. And Andy, let's go the logical approach, right in what's for gaming today. What's coming up soon? Yeah. NBA column uh, this week and uh, uh, week 17 of the uh, NFL uh, also this week and uh, working on some things for the NBA as that season starts to get into gear. And Over the next few weeks, we really start to get a good feeling, a good sense of the identity of these teams. It usually takes you know four to six games or so to see exactly what the coaches are thinking. All right. You guys are all sitting down. I love you all. Um, Thank you for all you do, uh, being great participants on the program. Chuck, extended family, love we, everything we do with our family here at Sunset Station, Station Casinos. Happy New Year to you, all you guys, your families. And we'll be back. We'll talk to you next year. We'll do it again. We'll be out with you. Can't wait. Love that this is uh, your guys' home, usually every Friday. <laughs> happy New Year to you guys and all the listeners. Uh, stay safe, everybody. All right. Bye. Happy New Year, folks. We'll get the show up on sportsbookradio.com. Live odds, lines, matchups, injury